Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Jack Hug to our radio broadcast this morning. Jack uh, is our education coordinator, and we're just glad you're with us here this morning, Jack. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. A couple of weeks ago, we had you previewing the Hope Sports Camp. Now we're asking you to come back and review the Hope <laughs> Sports Camp. So uh, real general question, general question of all general questions is, how did the camp go? It was an excellent uh, two weeks of camp this year, uh, which was our 27th year uh, for the Hope Sports Camp. And, um, you know, uh, last year we actually switched the format that we carried on this year uh, where we only had one session. So we had grades three through eight at the same time, and the hours were from 10 to 2, So, which keeps our numbers down. We're not a numbers type of an organization anyways, uh, but we had... Uh, a great turnout, and more importantly than that, the opportunity to share the gospel message, and we had uh, 30 decisions made. Praise the Lord for that. Well, Jack, you've been doing the, the Hope Sports Camp for how many years? Okay, so I've been involved for all 27. That's what I thought. Uh, in the leadership or the director uh, position, uh, it's been, this was my 20th year. So you've seen a lot of change. Um why don't you talk about some of the things over the years, 27 years, some of the things that maybe you, you've seen change as the camp has kind of moved all the way up to, you know, just recently here. Right. Okay, so uh, to keep it just in general, I mean, some of the things, because when I first uh, was involved, I was one of the drivers or the monitors uh, taking the kids up to camp and, uh, you know, bringing them back. You had the privilege I of did. being the, <laughs> yes. the driver and the monitor. <laughs> and, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to state this, and you, you, you both know from the experience of driving, it is very exhausting. So even though you say, well, I really, all I did today was I drove kids around because we picked them up in the neighborhoods and we take them back. But all that time, and I think it's because of the precious cargo that we are carrying, mm-hmm. and it is, it's exhausting, mentally and physically exhausting. Now, with that being said, it's even more mentally and physically exhausting being up there at camp, working with the kids in the sports. But over the years, I remember, and I'll just share this, because um, when they first approached me about taking over uh, the camp uh, after uh, Laura Wartleff, who had started it mm-hmm. with uh, Kurt with your dad, um, there's one change that I wanted to make right away, and that was using penny jerseys. Now, if you've ever been involved with sports, you know what a penny jersey is. It's just a color jersey to signify that you're on a certain team. Why do they call it a penny? <laughs> it doesn't cost, cost a penny. It, doesn't, <laughs> it does not cost okay. a penny. But I was talking with Yvonne about that, and that's one of the things that I did notice with Laurel is they didn't do that. They went with the boys we can edit with shirts and skins. Mm-hmm. And... I know that some kids kind of are embarrassed if they have to play the skin role. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anyone to be embarrassed or, you know, to feel bad. That's why we went with penny jerseys so that they could uh, signify which team they were on. And they just put that color jersey over top of their uh, shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one of the, you know, major changes. But, yes. I mean, it actually is looking out for the best interests of the kids. And then one of the biggest things, too, is the lunch. Yes. You know, we went from a sack lunch, pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a ham and cheese that all the condiments are soaking through the bread (laughs) (laughs) 
to now serving pizza. Uh, but we had uh, Chick-fil-A uh, this year for uh, one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, cold cut sandwiches that we actually make right there. So um, all in all, I mean, the kids, I think they really enjoy our, our lunch menu. Well, I wanted to say the former executive director, Ben Walker, used to say God's weather never interferes with God's programming. That's and, true. Um, so we could adopt that to say God's traffic doesn't – or God's road construction <laughs> <Yes>. doesn't <laughs> affect uh, or doesn't interfere with God's uh, transportation. It does not. Um, and you mentioned about an adjusted time this year and last year. Well, that coincided – uh, we didn't plant this way, but that coincided with all the road construction and orange barrels around the city. So um, I'm, I'm taking us back to transportation just one second before we move on. But um, the fact is we prayed for safety. We ask you as the listeners to pray mm-hmm. for our safety and want to thank you for praying for it because yes. um, it is uh, – there was a lot of cones the last couple of years, a lot of barrels to navigate construction zones, which in, in many ways uh, makes for a longer route and uh, impatience from uh, the campers and drivers sometimes. But God saw us through, and I want to thank uh, thank you for praying because uh, everything went off without a hitch. And yes. even the adjusted times probably helped with that. So right. uh, that, that was a good thing. I think the only ones that were really caught in the, uh, the traffic were the coaches because mm-hmm. uh, we get up to camp a little bit earlier. And so there were days that we did sit in a little bit of traffic. But like you said, Kurt um, – all that was all cleared up when the mm-hmm. when the campers were coming up to camp. And really, so. in the big uh, picture of things, it's a very small inconvenience, really. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, Kurt, I think we can share from experience that when you pick up the campers in the morning time, it's different than bringing them back. Because even though you're picking them up in the morning time, a lot of them are still kind of kind of waking up. Uh, Conversation is limited um, because you, you can see them just kind of working through that morning time. I know they come here, they have a nice breakfast, and then yes. the time they go up to the camp, then the time they come back, there's a little bit more energy. But as we talk about the camp, talk about some of the things that happen at the camp. I know you you know you have a really a good base of uh, coaches up there. Right. So talk about what what how that all happens. So what we do, because we have third through eighth grade, we, we try to keep them separate. So we have third, fourth, and fifth graders at one end of the court and uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders at the other end. And we divide them up into two teams. So we'd have four total teams. And then we work on the skills of the game. Uh, they learn how to dribble, pass, rebound, defense, offense, uh, shooting. And uh, it, it's really ironic is that I've seen flyers from other camps that are charging kids to come to these camps, and they're working on the same thing that we're doing. Mm. So the coaches that I have, they're all qualified. Uh, Some have played college basketball. Most of them played through uh, high school basketball. So they know the game. They know the the skills, and we offer it free. And uh, so gracious to our uh, donor that makes it possible. Mm And uh, so they can come and learn these skills uh, of the game. And the second week with the girls, it's still the same format, only at the one end, we play volleyball. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we don't actually use a volleyball. We have to use a beach ball or something like that to make sure that we can get a game in. 
but the kids have fun and they start, they still learn the the skills of of volleyball as well is it challenging to to you or to your coaches as you're as you're teaching i i would say fundamentals it sounds like just the basic skills mm-hmm. of the game right um of which you know you, you really can't do without you can't jump ahead but are, are there some more uh skilled than others some more advanced than others and if so how do you how do you um i guess address working on skills for both um skill sets right so there are more uh there's always going to be those individuals that have uh more skill sets than others uh look in the nba look in college basketball in in sports in general you always have those that have uh more uh, skills than than someone else what we try to do because our main objective is to share the gospel message so what we try to do is encourage that individual or those individuals that already have those skills one is to continue to work on those because you you always have to continue to work on the skill to improve your game but then to become a leader and help those that have less skills than you show the leadership quality and that so that's what we try to uh um, impose as well yeah and as you suggest that do do you see uh, the kids uh sort of taking you up on that challenge oh absolutely that? absolutely yeah. As a matter of fact one story and this was from years ago um it was when we were actually split into the two sessions so it was an afternoon session the older sixth seventh and eighth mm-hmm. graders and when they first started walking through the gym door because we're we're looking at him and i i spotted this one kid and he had on like a bandana and all that and i'm just like matter of fact dave walker was one of my coaches at that time and i just i walked over to dave and i said listen this young man's going to be on our team because we were coaching together he's like why i go he's trouble you can tell it that kid was the nicest (laughs) camper (laughs) looks are deceiving he was the nicest camp the most unselfish player Hmm. tried to get all of his teammates involved and all that and he was a real good athlete matter of fact i believe he went on to play baseball at uh at walsh high school Hmm. wow for him now sometimes and you you've done this over the years you bring in sometimes speakers Mm-hmm. And you you shared a little bit this year. You you really had some really outstanding speakers from the University of Akron. Oh my goodness, yes! Both weeks it was awesome. Uh, this was the uh, first time in a, probably by uh, maybe six seven years mm-hmm. we had the uh, University of Akron men's basketball. Uh, There's a couple of players that came and, and shared. Both of them were walk-ons, so they were not under scholarships. Uh, they had a love for the game. But more importantly, they talked about education and academics. And uh, so it was real neat to have them come. And then they also did some, they uh, showed them some drills that they work on. And once you know it's the same drills that we've been trying to help them with. So now they're seeing it from the collegiate level, working on the same skills that they're learning there. Do they stay around to kind of coach uh, a little bit to Uh, watch them play? If their schedule permits them to, they can. Um, this year they came right at uh, lunchtime, so then they okay. just kind of talked to them after lunch and uh, and did some drills and that and uh, some different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls' week we had uh, two different days, so we had the University of Akron girls' uh, basketball team, 
uh, they came in and they talked um, a little bit. And same thing, you know, shared um, more about academics because uh, that's really, you know, very important, more so than the athletics. But then also showed them some of the skills and things that they continue to work on. But then we had a volleyball player come. This is the first year ever from the University of Akron. And she was awesome. Uh, she talked about actually her life and how they have uh, an on-campus uh, Christian organization that she attends, shared about her a testimony, uh, shared about, you know, same thing about the skills and that that she works on and that to work on your own, gave them, you know, different things that they could do with the wall. Of course, she encouraged them not to do anything in the house because they would probably get in trouble by their parents. <laughs> But uh, it was just awesome to see her come in and, and actually take that time to share. And she's, she was actually, she's, uh, she got a scholarship, got recruited to play volleyball. And she's actually a local product because um, she graduated from Chippewa High School oh. in Doylestown. Mm. Yeah. I wonder, how did she hear about the camp? You know? well, did actually, you just throw it out there to some people to say, hey, if you can come, come? Or? Actually, we got to thank Mike Soloski yes. on that. Okay. Because uh, he has a working relationship with the uh, the University of Akron, mm-hmm. and uh, he just usually he would uh, call me and ask and said, "Hey, if I can get some, are you interested?" And I'm like, "Absolutely," you know. And it just happened to work out this year that we had uh, the men's basketball team come, and then the women's basketball not the whole team, but a couple players, and then uh, one player for the uh, volleyball team. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes on in this camp. Uh, you know, it's two weeks, uh, even though it's from 10 to 2 or 10 to 2.30. Let's talk about your coaches because a lot of your coaches, uh, Jack, uh, really uh, get to interact with these kids at a, at a more personal level. Right. And they get to sit down, talk to them, maybe pray with them. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Right. So uh, the majority of my coaches come from the Haven here. Uh, Adam Bloom, Jesse Slayball, outstanding job, um, really sharing the gospel. And that's that's what I have to look at is uh, if you want to be that head coach, you have to have, one, that personal relationship with Christ. Uh, it has to be evident. Uh, you have to live it and uh, then want to share it. And uh, those two do an outstanding job every year. Uh, Reverend Kaiser, your daughter-in-law, uh, Morgan, was up there for the girls' week. Same thing. Um, and they have a passion for working with kids. And more than just working with them on the skills and that of the game, they have that passion that they want to share Jesus with them. And that's what our main goal is. We want to share here. There can be a difference. This is the difference maker. It's in a person named Jesus Christ. And they do an outstanding job. And then I always get uh, Yvonne's grandson, uh, she or he came and helped Donovan. Oh my goodness! And Adam Bloom's oldest son, they teamed up and was a, a, a pair of coaches. Outstanding job. Worked well with the kids. Uh, always encouraging. And then a big thing too is if I need something done, they were quick to just come and help whatever I needed to have done. Because we serve lunch up there, so it's keeping up with the food service protocol you know we got to put on our hair nets the aprons and the gloves and all that and i'm pulling these guys out of you know coaching to get ready to start serving lunch and you know the willingness was there um it was just it was awesome 
Yeah, that's great to hear about the the teamwork amongst the coaches, even sharing the gospel. And and you guys kind of huddle up. I mean, each team then huddles up to for your uh, your your time to uh, talk about the gospel and that kind of thing. Right. So this year was a little bit different. Normally, it's each team. This year, the older kids they split. So that was uh, Adam and Jesse worked with them. So they had their separate teams, and then the younger kids because we didn't have that many. Uh, we just had one coach share the devotion with them. So uh, during the boys' week, it was a, a real good friend. Actually, a, a kid that I coached in youth football years ago and a uh, wonderful um, Christian man, uh, he came and, and coached uh, Josh, and he shared the devotion with the younger kids. And then for the girls' week, it was Morgan that mm-hmm. did that. Very good. Well, you know, Jack, 27 years. Here we are. Another year is behind us. Lives have been touched Lives have been changed. You said, you know, 30. Uh, praise the Lord for that, Kurt, as we, we, you know, hear that because we know a lot of people were praying for this. So as we wrap things up, how can we pray uh, for you and for camp? Well, I guess uh, just the continuation of praying for those individuals that made commitments. We had 22 salvations and eight rededications. Um, and we challenged them that here the school, well, uh, the school year is upon them, um, and it's not always going to be easy, but uh, let's try not to be called to the principal's office. Uh, let's try to, um, even if we have to stand alone, let, let's stand alone, stand for what's right. Uh, let's not get involved in all the little cliques and all the little, um, you know, the problems. Petty things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's remember what we learned, and uh, so uh, that would be my biggest prayer is for, and not just for those 30, because we had 65, but for those other 35 as well. They heard the gospel message. Some of them have already, are already Christians and all that, but pray for them. It's a long school year, and we know things can happen. And then um, Reverend Kaiser and Kurt, you both know because of what we witnessed, um, their homes you know some are coming from real broken homes um so there there's a lot of problems and there's a lot of concerns and this is the chance that we can help and give back by uh praying for them so if i heard you right uh, pray for uh home life now that uh after camp and also what, what was the first request i forgot the uh that was for those that made the commitments, made the commitments that. Yeah. to Christ. And I'm going to take the liberty to add a praise, uh, a praise that uh, I think it was, for the most part, injury-free. We Absolutely. talked about safety on the roads. Uh, I know our listeners prayed for that. And um, even, you know, where it goes from here in terms of the seeds that were planted, the uh, the mentoring that went on, The uh, it's all part of what you said, Jack, but um, just for the days ahead for uh, those individuals that uh, that they would grow uh, right. in that relationship. So thank you for being here today, and uh, God bless you, and thank you for all the efforts that you made uh, at camp again this year and the organizing ahead of time, and uh, I really appreciate that, and um, all for the, the betterment, I think, of the, uh, the kingdom of the Lord and uh, for Amen. the boys and girls that uh, for their futures. So yes. thank you. Thank you very much.